Hello, everybody. My name is David Klebanov. I am with a company called Alkira. And uh, today we're going to talk about a pretty exciting topic. We're going to talk about networking. Like, when was the last time that networking was exciting, right? So, but today we're going to make it exciting. And uh, what we're going to do, we're going to talk about networking, not just networking in general, but we're going to focus on networking in the context of a cloud. Like, what does, what does happen to networking when the cloud, uh, cloud era hits? And specifically, our agenda is going to be around three uh, individual topics. We're going to recap the uh, different options that exist today for cloud networking. We're going to talk about what are the challenges around cloud networking today? How are these challenges being mitigated? Uh, so spend some time talking about that, but then really talk about the uh, Alkira solution and see what we bring to the market with what we call an Alkira Cloud Services Exchange, which is really focused on solving this networking and other issues for, for the cloud era. And at the end, I'm going to give you a bit of a glimpse on a couple of deployment use cases or main deployment use cases that, um, um, that this technology can be, can be applied to. So uh, let's play out an interesting scenario in here. Um, so think about this uh, three personas that you see um, on the bottom of the screen. And in fact, these are the two categories of personas. The first category of the persona is the networking and security person, right? This is the traditional infrastructure um, IT uh, personnel dealing with all the networking and security uh, aspects of, uh, of the infrastructure. And then next to it, you have the cloud architects, the cloud administrators, and the application developers. So these are the folks who are dealing with the, directly with the cloud aspects of it from the compute standpoint, from the storage standpoint, from the application standpoint, and now look at the collection of these clouds, right? Now, um, some of these clouds are uh, familiar to us as an infrastructure as a service clouds, which are the three main ones for uh, AWS, Microsoft Azure, and Google Cloud um, a platform, the GCP, right? But we also have the SaaS offerings, and there is a, um, and there's a quite a few applications that really kind of a part of that software as a service offering, and, but some of the most prominent ones are Office 365, Salesforce, Box, Dropbox, all kind of software as a service applications. And then, of course, we have the internet applications, which are more of a generic in nature. So when we see, um, from the persona standpoint, when we see the cloud, uh, cloud folks, how do they perceive uh, these clouds? Are they really enjoying the day, right? These clouds were built uh, for compute, um, storage, application, uh, microservices in mind and uh, really cater to, uh, to the needs of the, of the cloud, uh, cloud folks. And if you think about some of the key attributes that are really playing very well in that, uh, in that space are the time to service, the agility around time to service, the ability to do uh, on-demand capability delivery, right? The as-a-service consumption, which is extremely important uh, element that we're going to come, come back and circle to um, and couple of, a couple of times. And then the ability to do scale up and scale down for the infrastructure. Now, these are all great. At the same time, when you look at what happens to the uh, network and security uh, aspects when it uh, pertains to the cloud, you can see the plethora of uh, challenges that uh, uh, network and security uh, architects and engineers are facing around uh, scalability and the uh, expertise that are required and security and visibility and over-provisioning. So quite, uh, quite a few challenges uh, that, uh, that these folks are facing. So how is the industry coping with this? What are the several sort of solutions that exist on the market today that allow um, the networking folks and the security folks to try and address the networking needs for the cloud. 
So the first one that we're seeing uh, quite a lot is the use of the collocations, right? It's a very proven, very solid model. However, it comes with certain drawbacks. Many times collocation deployments uh, carry a high provisioning cost, right? A complexity of provisioning because many times they are anchored on a physical, uh, physical, uh, physically deployed gear, physically deployed equipment, right? Uh, routing um, between different regions of the same cloud or across multiple clouds becomes very cumbersome because the traffic needs to be extracted from the cloud to swing through the collocations, especially if network services such as firewalls are deployed in those locations. So the suboptimality of routing is something that strikes, uh, strikes the tone with the collocations. The second approach that we're seeing is a cloud native approach where organizations are leveraging the cloud native capabilities of the three major clouds, the AWS Azure and GCP, in order to deliver these networking capabilities. So some of the drawbacks we're seeing is that it's really dependent on the cloud, um, cloud provider. Every cloud provider addresses this differently. So every cloud, every solution uh, that is built on top of this, uh, these clouds in a cloud native fashion is, uh, is very specifically tailored for that cloud. Uh, lack of expertise from the networking and security folks becomes very, very um, you know, challenging because again, the clouds have been built with compute storage application in mind, not quite with a networking and enterprise grade networking in mind. And when you figure this all out and you somehow deploy this, you are hitting quite a lot of restrictive cloud limits, especially uh, for networking and security uh, because um, these clouds were really not, like I said, uh, were not envisioned to be built with networking security visibility and other elements inside. Um, now, the third one that uh, we are seeing is the do-it-yourself approach to cloud networking. This is where the organizations are leveraging either automation, orchestration, or provisioning tools in order to automate some of those tasks that would otherwise be done um, in um, sort of main day manual fashion. Doing this, using this uh, automation, orchestration, provisioning tools, still um, in a do-it-yourself fashion, but a little bit more sort of, sort of elegant. Now, those, those are obviously be, uh, provide an evolution over the previous methods, but yet they also carry a certain degree of suboptimality uh, regarding learning curve around those tools, the disruptive, the disruptive uh, nature of deploying those uh, solutions because of the need to download software uh, into, your, into your existing cloud environments, and uh, to some degree, a large failure domains that, um, that are, are created by the fact that uh, these um, do-it-yourself networks really span multiple clouds without any, any means to constrain um, you know, uh, problems, routing-related problems that could arise from human errors, misconfigurations, or things like that. So when we think why these problems exist, the thing that really strikes the tone is that the cloud and the network really operate uh, on, based on different characteristics. When you look at the clouds, you really see the clouds operating on the level of principles, on the intent-based approach, while the network is operating on the level of primitives, which is really understanding this nitty-gritty details and all of this uh, nut and bolts that need to be sort of operated in order to build, uh, to build the network solution for, um, for the cloud. Now, where we really want to transition is really want to bring the network philosophy and the way of thinking closer to the way the clouds operate. And by doing that, we really empower the network to, um, to behave like the clouds and have those cloud-like attributes. And that is going to create this cohesiveness between the cloud and the network and is going to allow the network to really deliver uh, on the um, sort of on the cloud promise. 
Now let's look really quick on um, the, uh, the Alkira offering in this space and how we are mitigating some of the shortcomings that we talked about um, uh, prior to that. So um, the service that we are offering is called an Alkira Cloud Services Exchange. It's a solution. Um, it's anchored on what we call an Alkira Unified Network Platform, um, which is a foundation for an entire solution. It comprises of a collection of what we call an Alkira Cloud Exchange Points, uh, which are, think about those as a, a virtualized cloud, multi-cloud uh, points of presence. These are not uh, hardware-based. These are not VNFs. Uh, this is a completely uh, autonomous software stack that is deployed on top of the hyperscale infrastructure and really allows the organizations to bring um, these, the resources, be those single cloud resources, multi-cloud resources, on-premise resources, users, SD-WAN fabrics, whatever lives um, on-prem into this uh, unified network platform through uh, the connectivity um, through this Alkira cloud, um, uh, cloud exchange points. Now, if we think about some of the key attributes that, uh, that come with, uh, with that type of approach is an ability to completely design your network um, using a digital design canvas. Basically draw your network on the design canvas to express your intent and then click, uh, click a button to um, implement or provision that intent onto the actual uh, virtual infrastructure. The ability to insert network services, such as firewalls, load balancers, DNS, DHCP, IP address management systems, and others into this, um, into this network, um, leveraging this digital design canvas, and then using the intent-based policies in order to steer the traffic. Now, the elements around segmentation, encryption, uh, which are the security aspects, the day-to operations around visibility and governance <coughs> for this network. And again, at the end is the chargeback billing elements of the, of the solution in order to really uh, kind of have a, have a deep understanding of what, what are the resources that are being consumed and pay only for the resources that, uh, that are being consumed as part of the solution. Now, the three really key things that I wanted to kind of leave you with in this slide is um, a delivery of this entire solution as a service, which is, which is a very, uh, in very, very sort of significant contrast to the uh, do-it-yourself approach that we talked about previously. The ability to provision everything in a single click using the digital design canvas and the integrated network services marketplace. And the ability for this entire intent to be provisioned on top of the infrastructure and really be ready for use in, uh, in minutes. So these are the three things I really want you to live with this um, you know, from the understanding of, uh, of, the, of the solution. Now, let's, uh, let's quickly look at uh, three <coughs> popular um, use cases that we're seeing um, uh, being deployed out there. The first one is pure networking use case, right? And you can think about this as an end-to-end -end cloud or multi-cloud networking use case where you have multitude of uh, cloud workloads from various clouds that are being um, being connected into this cohesive, uh, cohesive network infrastructure, right? So we're talking about multi-region or multi-cloud in some cases, multi-account in cases where you have different de departments that are leveraging different uh, sort of credentials to access their workloads. So all of that is being cohesively brought into the uh, cloud services exchange solution. The ability to provide an end-to-end -end segmentation across this multiple workloads and micro-segmentation to sub-segment uh, certain um, workloads within a segment, right? The ability to do a global route propagation within the segment, so keeping the segmentation end-to-end, -end, yet providing 
the uh, global route uh, distribution and route propagation across, um, across the regions, across the clouds, uh, be that within a single cloud um, exchange point or be that across multiple cloud exchange point really on a global scale. Now, the sizing of those cloud resources and the ability of the network to really accommodate the sizing of these workloads as, as required. So when um, sort of a compute administrator deploys um, a workload that requires large or extra large capacity, the network can play along with it and provide the connectivity that accommodates those, those needs from the, from the compute standpoint. And as I mentioned earlier, the ability to really just pay for the services that are being consumed um, in form of billing or perform a chargeback to the organizational units that, um, that are consuming those resources so IT does not really become um, a single bearer of the, um, of the financial responsibility for, uh, for the deployed solution. The second one, the second use case that we're seeing a lot uh, is, the, is, is the use case around stateful security. So as these applications move into the clouds, we're really seeing the need for the security to be extended into the clouds and really maintain the same uh, security posture that, uh, that existed for, for these applications where they were on-prem and maintain this posture when now these applications reside in the cloud. Now I'm giving here an example of the Palo Alto Networks firewall, right? And how firewalls being deployed within the Alkira Cloud Services Exchange with auto-scalability to accommodate an increased and shrinking demand for capacity and the ability to do firewall zoning in order to segregate different resources, be those in on-prem resources, sites, users, SD-WAN fabrics or whatnot, cloud resources, AWS, uh, Azure, GCP, but also in external resources such as extranet connectivity through mergers and acquisitions, partners, or just a plain internet-based resources. And all of these are just mapping into this zone-based approach um, and inside these firewalls that are deployed within the cloud services exchange. So really the ability to, uh, to bring that, uh, that stateful security from not just an on-prem data center applications, but all the way into the cloud applications. And lastly, is the use case around operational visibility for network and security. Now, obviously, when you deploy uh, networks, you have to make sure that operational elements, visibility elements are accommodated. And here, there's a, a really multitude of different uh, visibility, troubleshooting, uh, health, uh, um, visibility, um, elements around networking, security, and the entire operations of the, um, of the environment. Now, I know this was quick, just to give you guys a bit of a sample of, uh, of what we do and how we solve this cloud networking um, you know, challenges. If you want to learn more, we invite you to go to www.alkira.com, watch videos, read briefs, uh, schedule demos, and, uh, and take, uh, you know, take the next step in that uh, networking journey for the cloud. With that, I wanted to thank you and uh, wish everybody a pleasant day.